Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Good morning, Kathy. Uh, here it is, uh, Friday, uh, End Times Friday. Uh, Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's uh, It's been a great uh, series, and uh, uh, we're getting uh, more and more listeners who are people are, are uh, telling others to say they'd like to uh, learn about this because it's on the minds of people. Uh, mm-hmm. so you can uh, remember Jesus told us, we read at the very beginning, um, uh, Pay attention <laughs> mm-hmm. to what I'm going to tell you. Uh, I want you to listen. I want you to follow, and then get, and then be prepared for this. Uh, and since it's in the scriptures, it's important uh, not to ignore it because, again, here we're two thousand years later. Uh, the viewpoint can be, well, yeah, it's been two thousand years, so it's mm-hmm. likely to be a lot longer. So, what difference does it really make? Um, well. Uh, God says, uh, because he says, pay attention, um, for some reason, and this is interesting to me, uh, he wants us to live a little bit in the tension of, mm-hmm. uh, you could be you could be approaching this end, uh, at the same time, I want you to live life and enjoy it. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know why he set it up that way, uh, that... Uh, you know, watch the signs, pay attention. And again, there's a way that every generation from the time that Christ wrote, you know, spoke these words and then John wrote them in 90 AD, every generation has having a thought. It could be mm-hmm. us. It could be us. There's there's enough things going on yeah. that it could be but us. Don't you think that tension? Ha- I mean, like I feel like that tension has such purpose to keep us from getting too comfortable in a world we weren't designed for. Yes, I think that's right. Right. Yeah. You know, because we we so if we we can just be lulled to sleep into into expecting and then y'all we wouldn't be ready for his return and the church wouldn't look like the church and our eyes wouldn't be fixed on him and again so many times we talk about his delight is to be with us and if we get lulled to sleep into into just accepting the world and coming into that and get our eyes off of him we're not with him so we're not enjoying what he designed us for that intimacy with him so i think I think that tension actually keeps us reminding us to keep our eyes fixed on him. Yeah. And I think, um, as I've thought about that too, that, um, the one thing is we, as we study, you know, the, uh, the tribulation and then, uh, what happens during the tribulation and the return of Christ, uh, the whole thing is about the battle of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that Satan is real, that he's, his, yes. his intention is to take over the world uh, mm-hmm. and to eliminate, literally, um, uh, we, in essence, are the battlefield, uh, that mm-hmm. it's the souls of men who decide whether to follow God or, or not. 
And the enemy wants literally every person in the world to ultimately not be a believer mm-hmm. and have no following of God on earth, which means then I right. then he would say I've I've conquered the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's still in that in that fight. And so the tension, as God tells us to pay attention, is realize <laughs> that there's an enemy. Yeah. And that the life you're really living is is involving the spiritual realm, not just the natural that you tend to drift into. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's part of the of the healthy tension is that wait a minute, your life is spiritual, you got a spiritual enemy, he's trying to conquer you. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, and this is important, um, and we've seen this actually attempted, and even people today I, I hear Christians say this, is that well, isn't our goal to make the world better? Um, mm. And isn't the world going to get better? And God can make it better. Um, and God keeps reminding us is, is no, uh, the world is, is under the influence of the enemy, which is why Jesus mm-hmm. said in the world, you're going to have trouble. Uh, because why? It's under entropy. It's under kill, steal, and destroy. The enemy is at hand. He's actively working, trying to, uh, get it more and more uh, opposite of God. So God says, don't make your prayer that I would remove it all mm-hmm. and make everything the Garden of Eden, which is what we would like to do. He says, actually, it's going to get keep getting uh, more evil and more wicked. And he says, you know, good is going to become evil. Evil is going to become good. Uh, and over time, this is going to be absolute so that because of the end, and I think this is part of the tension too, the end's going to happen. I mean, it's going it's right. to happen. It's, it's just like the prophecy that Jesus was going to be born in Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Well, those, it will happen. <laughs> those, those people back then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in uh, approximately, by the way, uh, uh, six, <laughs> uh, three to six BC, it actually, you know, because they didn't get the mm-hmm. time exactly right. Um, it happened. <laughs> Jesus was born. Uh, and the heavenly host, praise God, and uh, glory to God in the highest on earth, uh, peace, goodwill mm-hmm. toward man on whose, on whose God uh, has given his favor. Um, so it happened. Um, mm-hmm. Well, the end's going to happen. It really, and every day we're getting closer to it, by definition. Right, by uh, definition. There's, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, and then, so what Jesus said is watch the signs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've appropriately, and you, you, you came up with this great, uh, picture, which actually he refers to is the birth pangs, mm-hmm. uh, and birth pangs, uh, get more intense and more frequent mm-hmm. as they get closer to the actual birth. And so, um, we could look at, uh, in our lifetime, uh, and again, um, where we, we need to keep <laughs> setting up the truth of this is that, mm-hmm. Yes, we could easily make a case that we're getting mm-hmm. pretty close to the end and, and look at all that's happening. Of, uh, we must be getting close to the end. And at the same time, he says, uh, don't uh, in your own heart say, well, this is the end. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'm going to change everything that I do in life in order to, because what difference does it make if this is the end? And mm-hmm. so he might remember, we're in this healthy tension. Could be, but maybe not. And by the way, enjoy life. I'm still going to deliver right. to you the covenant. 
and be be paying attention and understanding, you know, what the end is. So it's in uh, today because of, of of really a couple of interesting things that have happened. Um, one, uh, he does say that when the nation of Israel returns as a nation, that generation mm-hmm. will see the end. Well, it happened. Uh, so, based on what he said, if we if we've received this correctly, we could be in that generation. And, right, and that because that be, could be in that like forty year span year, 40 or year so. Period. Right, and again, it's when they became a nation, which which mm-hmm. uh, Netanyahu uh, correctly said we became a nation in two thousand and twelve when over half the Jews now live in Israel. So he kind of set, mm-hmm. set the timeline. So are we in that time? Could be. Uh, we know that happened for sure. Right. Uh, and that's a signal. So that's interesting. The other one is, and this, this one was always a question that I had, because <clears throat> I studied mm-hmm. this for many, many, many years. Um, and we've talked about uh, the players of the tribulation. Uh, right. It's the beast. Uh, the beast is the system, a uh, 10-unit mm-hmm. system of some kind. The beast is created by the harlot. Uh, mm-hmm. Economics, well, that's central banking and the World uh, for Council uh, uh, for uh, Foreign Affairs, Council for Foreign Affairs, CFR, and whose purpose is one world government. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's economic, uh, built based on economics. Uh, so the harlot creates the beast, who's the system, the beast is this ten-headed uh, uh, thing that I think is kind of a corporate, some kind of a national, international corporate structure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and one of those heads is the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. And the Antichrist, over the first three and a half years, eliminates the other nine. Right. Uh, and again, it's so cleverly done that everybody you know, embraces it. Um, and then there's a false prophet, a Christian representative, who says, yep, mm-hmm. this is God, follow this guy. And then behind it, I'll say, uh, mm-hmm. which is the real issue. Uh, okay, well, when the beast comes on the scene, the beginning of the tribulation, and it's, it's one world government, new economic system, new economic mm-hmm. currency, um, the world willingly embraces it. Mm-hmm. It's not force. It's not a war. It's not, um, I conquered you. It's something happens, and the world willingly embraces giving up my sovereignty as an American mm-hmm. or a, a German or a, a, a Frenchman to the one world government. And we do it, we do it willingly. Well, my question, well, how does that work? Mm-hmm. The, the whole world accepts this willingly? I said, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem, to me, I, I said, it doesn't, I don't get that because we're so oriented around nation after nation after nation, that that means everybody gives up their sovereignty to that, and they embrace it without uh, uh, a fight. Uh, and, and, mm-hmm. like, uh, and so what, what happened? COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was like within literally weeks, the entire world surrendered to, in essence, the operation of a one-world government. Mm-hmm. And the health departments took over and said, you will. And every government said, okay. Uh, and what did they do? Quarantine. Right. Six feet apart. Then wear a mask. Now, now vaccines. And uh, they set the stage for what you do literally at, around you physically. Mm-hmm. Interesting enough, uh, the whole world fundamentally accepted it. Now, because of the vaccine, 
uh, and the vaccine, uh, the way it, uh, the child vaccine mandate, and that is in order for you to economically function, you have to have the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will be, now it, it isn't yet because it's not universal, but that will be what the mark of the beast looks like. Right. You have to have this electronic something that verifies that you've accepted the new system. Right. And, and we've can, talked about this really kind of desensitizing us to having to produce something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when that is, by the way, there's a universal acceptance of it. So like mm-hmm. even the vaccine, um, interesting enough, I've talked to uh, some friends of mine that have companies uh, in uh, Europe or in Asia. They've said that the population of all the other um, uh, governments have pretty much just completely capitulated to whatever they'd say is the rules. Mm. And they don't, they don't have pockets of, of uh, resistance. Small, very small. By the way, we see, Interesting. Some, we see some of them on TV and we think, oh boy, they're, they're protesting over there too. And they said, nope, uh, that's really, really minor. Um, the, the population has pretty much capitulated worldwide to these uh, policies. Well, America, <laughs> because we're kind of fiercely independent. Yes. Uh, we haven't done that yet. Uh, so there's a, uh, a real strength to resistance of, no, mm-hmm. you, you can't force me to take a vaccine. Uh, uh, you could ask me to take a vaccine or get tested. I'll be willing to do that. Give me a choice. But don't mm-hmm. force me into one single choice. Um, and, right. you, and we see it. There's, there's uh, opposition all over it, which, by the way, we've seen it play out in the economics, uh, i.e. Delta Airlines came out and said you have to have a vaccine to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like 30% of the pilots, 40% of the pilots said we're not doing it. Okay, so we won't fly. Uh, Delta said uh, that we're going to lose our business. Uh, so, okay, I tell you what. <clears throat> Be vaccinated or tested. Okay, great. We'll, right. To do that. Southwest. Right. Yeah, I think I was going to say, I know Southwest hit that as yeah. well. They had it over a weekend where all the mm-hmm. pilots just never showed up. Okay, well, if, you're, if I'm going to require the vaccine, and they're not showing up to fly. And they literally had to cancel almost all their flights all weekend. They lost, mm-hmm. they lost something like $75 million in one weekend. Wow. Uh, and they said, uh-oh, well, this ain't going to work. So let's go back to a, uh, a choice. Well, mm-hmm. why? Well, because there's resistance. Uh, so uh, we're representing still this, you know, whether it's political or it's just personal choice. Um, I don't want to have somebody tell me that I have to do mm-hmm. something. Um, so I resist it. Well, when the Antichrist comes, or excuse me, when the beast comes and the world, one world government comes, there isn't any resistance. So that, and I know, so like the, the remnant obviously will, will resist that. Yes. And then Israel, you said also, or Israel resisted. Okay. Um, yeah. Because, so, they but become, other they than that, it center. is completely accepted. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the remnant is really kind of small so that, um, it's not a, it's not a big force that people care right. about much. Uh, not a voice. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, people, they originally will say. And by the way, this is what Christian friends are going to say to us. Uh, if I'm part of the remnant and I'm not doing I'm not joining that system because mm-hmm. uh, I see it for what it is. <clears throat> I, will, I, I know right now I'm going to have Christian friends tell me, you're an idiot. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is God's provision. 
so you're rejecting the solution to the economic problem uh, that mm. is that is look at this good idea uh, because mm -hmm. the and, and by the way part of that is because everybody has geared everything to the Antichrist mm -hmm. well there's no Antichrist on scene so well this this isn't evil this isn't you know and they, again you think Antichrist you know dark awful uh, right terrible well the Antichrist himself even appears to be uh, uh, basically gracious benevolent um, going to be very attractive at very that attractive point because it, yeah. because he's deceptive so mm -hmm. mostly the world will say to us that are a part of the remnant uh, uh you're idiots you know <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what why aren't you following this and and we know we'll know something that because we'll have clarity from god mm -hmm. no this is the this is the mark of the beast do not do this uh, right and um It'll be, by the way, um, uh, like a, uh, the vaccine is not the mark of the beast. Uh, it'll be something that we agree to, that we mm -hmm. say, yeah, we support this one world government and we're signing just like you do when you, uh, uh, when you get a new update to your software and your, either mm -hmm. your computer or your phone, what do you do? What does it say? Accept, mm -hmm. right? Did Accept you, the terms. <laughs> did, you, did you read it? No, no. <laughs> uh, you just, you just hit, you, you clicked, mm -hmm. accept. Mm -hmm. I accept the terms of this software. That's what it's going to be like. I accept mm -hmm. the terms of the one world government. Click on mm -hmm. this and you now loaded it into your phone. Your bank accounts get transferred to this new currency uh, and you're off and running. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, so we saw and this is what I'm trying to get to is, well, we saw the possibility of it uh, mm -hmm. with, with the COVID health issue is, oh, oh, that's how it's done. Mm -hmm. uh, that was clever. That was super clever. Oh, my gosh. Right. Now, now I can picture it. See, before I couldn't fathom it. Right. But now we have a little bit of a glimpse of how something could stir an entire world yeah. to, uh, and, to that. And, and yes. follow it. And then um, remember, it's economic. So what I sense and, and understand is that there becomes a economic collapse mm -hmm. worldwide and we and everybody suffers as a result of it. Uh, you know, loss of everything. Uh, even I think it'll be difficult with supplies and food and mm -hmm. uh, things that are going to be terrible. Uh, and it's so, it's so, uh, onerous that mm -hmm. when the, the system comes out and says, well, here's a, here's a solution. Right. Uh, by the way, uh, uh at the, and this is interesting, uh, there's the, uh, uh, the global finance, uh, people are meeting, they've been meeting, uh, this last couple of weeks and uh, a couple of things they've said, one is, is called the great reset mm -hmm. is we're going to reset the whole economic system. They call it the Great Reset. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're actually giving some definition to that. They're going to uh, eliminate all debt. They're going to take away all ownership. They're going to do a guaranteed income. You know, these are the kind of things they're looking at doing. <clears throat> and secondly, and they just said this uh, last week, um, get ready for a cyber pandemic. Mm. Uh, well, they, well, we're already seeing hints of that nobody, all over. Yeah. Nobody had ever attached those words together. Cyber mm -hmm. attack. Mm -hmm. But they literally spoke last week, cyber pandemic. 
Oh, now see, I hadn't heard that, but yeah. can I share my son's college actually was uh, taken over by ransomware this last week. And so all of their technology was down. It's going to be a few weeks before it's fully functioning again. Wow. It sounds like, yeah. yeah. So it's just interesting how frequently we are seeing, um, seeing all of that, the, the cyber attacks going on, but a cyber pandemic. I had not heard that yeah, yet. Yeah, which means that, by the way, it'll be dealt with on a global basis. It'll be a global solution. Mm -hmm. In right. order to do this, we got to do this. And and so um, that could be an interesting another clue that um, somehow they have the cyber pandemic. And remember, mm -hmm. pandemic means that it impacts everybody. Right. And then they, have, they bring a solution. Well, we've solved it. But in order for you to use it, you got to join this one world system. Uh, hmm, so interesting. It's really interesting. Well, term. we're also seeing, you know, right now the, the G20 is meeting and, you know, and so again, you look at different things, just watching indicators around of things that could go on, but it was interesting. I read an article this morning, um, that, and it, you know, I know it wasn't written by a Christian. It was just, you know, it was like a CNN article or something, but the verbiage that he used, I'm like, oh, he has no idea what he's really saying, I think. Um, but he was talking about how the climate change, you know, that they're, they're talking about what they need to do. And that for the first time in the history of the world, um, no longer is America or these other countries even looking at dealing with climate issues and emissions as something that they need to um, just take care of to avert, you know, personal crisis in America or whatever. Now they're looking at, okay, this is the, what's going on with um, global warming and climate change and everything is actually, actually has the potential to lead to wars. It has the potential to lead to uprisings. Um, we are seeing an increase in the cost of natural gases, which can lead to more civil unrest. And so they're they're now, you know, linking things that are going on environmentally, because they've even talked about, you know, the increase of the hurricanes, the increase of um, the fires, the floods, the tsunamis, you know, all of the above, you know, all of these things are putting such a... Um, a damper on the supply chain and everything else that the ramifications of the environment on the economic system is now going to lead to more social unrest and you, and so they're coming together and they're making these discussions and it's not necessarily, you know, as I listen, I'm like, it's not a bad thing to come together and say, Hey, we care about the world. We care about the environment, but it is something to watch because it absolutely is an indicator of moving forward to, um, one world government or a one world economy. And, you know, so I, I think we have to look at the, the indications as to what's going on, because even people who aren't Christians are seeing, are seeing the signs, you know, right, right, right. and the, um, uh, you know, as you look at this, um, so we're, we're trying to hit both of these things at the same time. One, could we be uh, moving toward the tribulation in the end mm -hmm. uh, with all these things that are going on? Uh, yes. Um, and if that's true, then uh, we have to really learn what it means to follow God because mm -hmm. he's going to have to instruct us similar right. in a similar way that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Nehemiah, were instructed having been taken captive and they were experiencing a great change and difference in their life. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and it was it was overruled by a uh, a foreign power, and they had to live into that new new process, mm -hmm. uh, and so we would need to do that. Well, the second piece of that is let's say uh, that that doesn't happen short term. Mm -hmm. Let's say it's it's uh, in the future, uh, even past our lifetime. Uh, right. Well, okay, uh, and that's certainly again a possibility. Uh, and we can't guarantee anything uh, relative to the timing of it because uh, Christ said that nobody does, including him, interesting enough. Right. Uh, and then, he, uh, but as we look at the world, and I think this is part of the tension that we described when we started is uh, the world is going to get more and more difficult. Mm -hmm. you know, just what you've described, uh, shortages, uh, higher, right. higher prices, economic displacement, uh, right. uh, things that are going to be more difficult to do. I can't do a variety of things. Uh, I'm restricted. Uh, there's rules that my kids got to mm -hmm. go to uh, public schools that allow transgenders to decide what they want to do every day. And uh, I'm going to teach sixth grader or first graders about uh, homosexuality and, and, mm -hmm. and sexuality and uh, they shouldn't even be learning anything about that yet because their their parents are supposed to do that. So um, it's going to get it's going to get more and more and more difficult. Well, because of that, and this is what we're trying to help everybody understand is well, then it's really important. Uh, and whether you consider the remnant at the end or actually the remnant is can be now, mm -hmm. uh, like it was with uh, Jeremiah's time and Isaiah's time and, and Amos's time of uh, well, do you have a heart to follow me? Uh, mm -hmm. Why? Well, because you're going to need my wisdom to guide you through this. Because why? I still want to deliver to you covenant living. And, mm -hmm. the, and, the, and this wicked world doesn't really stop God from doing that. I just got to show you a different way. And yeah, right. what, you, what you used to do, you know, like for example, something simple. Uh, my family and I, we used to go to movies. Mm -hmm. We enjoyed it. Uh, we'd go to the theater, we'd go out to dinner, we, you know, it would, well, most theaters still aren't open. Uh, some mm. are, uh, but most of them still aren't. Well, did it stop us from having joy? See, the answer is no. No. Uh, you can still be in fellowship together. Instead of watching a movie, I'm going to have you do something else. But, mm -hmm. but life can be still covenant, blessed to be a blessing. It's, it's just going to look differently. And if you get mad and right. upset because I can't go to a movie and I'm always mad about that and I'm, um, I'm fighting against it, God says, well, that ain't going to change. How about if I give right. you a different path? Why? Because you're following me. And that's, and that's, right. what, we're trying, that's what we're trying to offer everybody is if I was you <laughs> uh, and, it go, and it comes out of the scripture, uh, God says, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Mm -hmm. If I was you, I'd choose life. Um, right. And that's part of the of the remnant. That's part of, of having a heart to follow. So regardless of where you see things are, uh, mm -hmm. that uh, at least consider this, that it's really, really critical to learn what it means to follow God. Uh, and that's right. that's our whole heart. That's why we do the, the series during the week. We're trying to enhance it here by just looking at stuff that could happen. Uh, and this, uh, mm -hmm. we've, our discussion, uh, we've talked about the rapture. Uh, and, mm -hmm. uh, that's been an interesting topic and, and lots of questions, you know, about that is, uh, Hey, I thought, I thought our church taught pre-trib rapture and isn't that the answer? And, 
uh, what happens if we're post-trib and we're still here with during, during God's wrath and how does that work? And uh, lots of questions about the rapture. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know a couple things in Scripture. Uh, the rapture is real. Uh, mm-hmm. It's absolute. Uh, there will be people living that won't physically die. They'll be what's called translated. Right. Uh, now, let me ask this real quick, if you don't yeah. mind. Um, and I could be incorrect, but the the word rapture is actually not in the Bible, though, right? That is a word that we have come up with that describes what is scripturally in the Bible. Right. Is that That's accurate? Correct. That's correct. Okay. Uh, there's no there's no Bible word that mm-hmm. said we will be raptured. Uh, what it says is that we will be caught up with him mm-hmm. in in the air. Um, and so and, that is what we mean when we talk about rapture. Right. Yeah. yeah. And in the twinkling of an eye, it says basically you, you go to this new state without going through death. Well, that's described in mm-hmm. scripture. Uh, and there's lots of places, lots of verses about that. Right. Uh, so, and we've, we've attached the word rapture uh, to translation without uh, into heaven or into, into the heavenlies uh, dimension uh, purely with no, no death. To the physical right. body, so we won't go through the, the death of it. Yeah, it'll, it'll happen you know, momentarily. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad. I wanted you to clarify that, just because in case there is listener on here who is thumbing through and looking, where yeah. does it say rapture <laughs> anywhere? You know, and and it's important for them to see what what we're talking about. That's here. right. That's a good good point. Uh, so the possibilities again are it's all related to the tribulation. Remember, the tribulation is the beginning of a seven year period mm-hmm. where the beast is set up. And the beast, remember, is the system. Uh, mm-hmm. So again, the analogy we use in New York City right now is is uh, experiencing this. They have a system in place mm-hmm. that you cannot go to a, a you know a Broadway show, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't go to a store, sporting event, sporting event without yeah. taking the vaccine. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, they have a system. Um, it's not a person. It's running it. It's the system. So that we would look at that and say, that's what the beast is going to look like. It's going to mm-hmm. be that whole system of operating under one world government, under one new economic system. And we're basically, this new structure is going to tell you the rules under mm-hmm. which you can function. And that is the system. It's not related to a person, you know, yet. Uh, so, uh, the tribulation is seven years, and it starts mm-hmm. then and ends with Christ's return. Uh, that's all for sure, absolute. Uh, so uh, when that happens, it describes that we're caught up in the air, mm-hmm. and those that are living are never experiencing death. They get to go be with him uh, in this rapture and removed from earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the possibilities are what's called pre-trip, Right before the tribulation starts, the church is taken away. Uh, mid-trib, when the uh, Antichrist uh, establishes himself as God, uh, called the abomination of desolation, we've talked about that, mm-hmm. happens mid-trib. And, and that's why we gave verses last time about mid-trib, is they said, when that person is revealed, I'm going to take, take away you know, the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, that seems like mid-trib. Uh, uh, or post-trib is well after the tribulation's over christ comes back uh, before he executes judgment on the earth he raptures us first we're taken out Mm -hmm. be with him and then uh, he executes judgment on the earth and basically everybody that's 
uh, not uh, a follower of his, which primarily, by the way, at that point is just Israel. Um, they're all they're all killed, and God says we're going to start over a thousand year. We'll, and we'll get into this thousand year reign. Mm. The, the enemy's locked up. Antichrist is is defeated and dead. False prophet is gone, etc. The harlot, interestingly enough, gets consumed by the by the beast and the antichrist himself. Uh, so we'll we'll get into that. Uh, so we've talked about these different uh, categories of, of tribulations. Well, let's go to. Uh, uh, we're still in the mid trib. Uh, let's look at Matthew uh, twenty four. Re uh, read verses twenty nine to thirty one. And then this is uh, you could almost take this one as maybe mid trib, maybe post trib. Uh, mm. As it as it reads, uh, it's talking about about the taking up in the air. Uh, mm -hmm. What does it say? Matthew twenty four twenty nine to thirty one. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven will be shaken. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they, were they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Yeah. All right. Now we know something um, that um, at mid-trib, um, what happens? God's wrath comes. Mm -hmm. Okay. How does it come? It's announced with trumpets. Mm, okay. Uh, and the angels blow the trumpets, um, and then they signal the beginning of the seven uh, 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 elements of God's wrath against the world, and mm -hmm. it starts right when the Antichrist sets up the abomination of desolation. The abomination of desolation, okay. Uh, and so this scripture, uh, and it's a little bit, you could almost take it for mid-trib or post-trib because it mm -hmm. says hey when christ is getting ready to return right well a lot of people say well that verse seems like it's post-trib and yeah it could be but it also says <laughs> when the trumpets call and start mm -hmm. the process well that's when it's taken up uh well that's that's an indicator of uh mid-trib uh because mm -hmm. that's exactly when that happens is the trumpets are announced and it's they blow the, the they blow the trumpets and that's it. Mm -hmm. So that would be a mid trip. Now we know one thing that's not pre trip. The trumpets don't, <laughs> don't come. He's not he, the Christ doesn't come back pre trip, and he doesn't okay. blow the trumpets pre trip. And that's why, again, I, I think I made the statement before the the church historians from the time of Christ mm -hmm. through eighteen nineties, they never even entertained. The idea of a, pre it wasn't even discussed. It wasn't even, well, let's, is that a possibility? They didn't even say that. It's like, well, of course, it's, right. it's mid-trip or post-trip. Uh, so uh, it's, a, it's a recent thing in history mm -hmm. to call, think about pre-trip. And if you look at a verse like this one, it, which describes it, mm -hmm. well, neither one of those things happened pre-trip. Right. So you would say, well, maybe not. You know, and that's why we got to encourage that's you not, not, yeah. not to get caught up in it. Okay, go to... Uh, Matthew twenty four thirty six to 44. All right. It says, But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, 
until the day when Noah entered the ark and they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. So will be the coming of the, of the son of man. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and one left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you must also be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Yeah. Uh, well, it says that there'll be, uh, uh, some of us will be taken away next to people that won't. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um and he describes, you know, the, the coming of Christ. Uh, and you could, you could imagine, see, as you, as you read that, Kathy, can you see how it, in a sense, could be applied to all three possibilities? Oh, yeah. Uh, that, well, it's, you know, it's, uh, this is announcing the coming of Christ, which is the beginning mm -hmm. of the tribulation. Yeah, it's seven years later, but... Uh, one's there and one's not. Okay, that could be pre-trib. Uh, Mid-trib, mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, again, announcing uh, that the end is near, uh, which is the, the uh, announcing of God's wrath. Mm -hmm. uh, one's taken, one's not. That could be mid-trib. Or maybe this is referring to really literally when he comes back that mm -hmm. um, there'll be some humans uh, there still, and some are taken, some aren't. Uh, up and then the other ones that are that are uh, against God are going to be killed. So um, he re he basically removes you from that place. Similar to, by the way, the Passover. Mm. Uh, remember, remember when God came and killed all the firstborns? Right, right. Uh, well, the Israelites were there. Right. Uh, what was what was the difference? Well, the blood over the door. Meant that Told they, the angels not to come and kill there. Don't don't come there. So that right. uh, he's saying that at the end, perhaps it's the the rapture takes mm -hmm. him out of the way, so that as the angel of death comes and kills all the people that are uh, not of God, uh, that uh, they're not there anymore. And it happened mm -hmm. at the end. So you could see a, a scripture like this. Uh, that oh yeah you know what uh, maybe it's uh, it's part of the of the uh, pre-trib mid-trib post-trib okay let's look at post-trib uh, specifically go to First uh, Corinthians fifteen uh, fifty one and fifty two and this it is says, this is an interesting one behold I tell you a mystery oh I'm sorry it just yeah that's it. It flipped. Okay. First Corinthians Behold, 15, I tell you a mystery. Yep. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we shall be changed. Yep. Okay. Well, that one. So I've got the trumpet again now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, you know, you read it. What, which trumpet is it? Hmm. Let's see. The last trumpet. Ah, the last trumpet. Okay. Uh, the last trumpet is announcing Christ literally coming back mm -hmm. to the Battle of Armageddon, eliminating all of the uh, uh, opposition and reestablishing a reign on earth. Mm -hmm. And that happens at the last trumpet. So mm -hmm. this scripture says at the last trumpet. It's going, hmm. to it's going to happen. Well, that would be post-trip. That would be at the end of the tribulation. 
right? Um, and um, uh, we're going to get raptured then at that moment of the last trumpet. And he says the dead will rise first. Well, from what we can tell, pre-trib, the dead don't rise. Mm-hmm. So he's attaching both of these things at the same time. And this is why it's a, it's a, this, this, this scripture is a very strong indication that, well, it's at the very, very end uh, called, called post-trib. And if you read it in, in its purest way, well, like that looks like that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll come around to what all this means. Okay, go to First Thessalonians 4, uh, 15 to 17. Okay, sorry about that. I'm having technical difficulties. <laughs> it's making, it's making be- us uh, anxious, worried, and... and uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about other, other times. That's <laughs> the other podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, for this we declare to you by a word from the Lord that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of a trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds and meet the Lord in the air. So we will always be with the Lord. Yeah. Uh, so that he says, when Christ comes back uh, again with the trumpet, uh, the dead in Christ ra- rise first and then we're raised. We're not doing, doing before them. Um, and it's when Christ is coming, descending back, into the earthly realm. Uh, mm-hmm. And so he's coming back to do, do his work. Mm. Uh, it's not him uh, talking about coming back. It's, it's him coming back. It's him coming back. Okay. Uh, so again, this scripture would, would give you a strong implication that, well, I guess this would be post-trip uh, because of mm-hmm. the way it's described. Okay, now, over the last couple of sessions, we've read verses and when you look at that individual verse, mm-hmm. you could conclude what? Well, uh, that verse. It must be this. Looks like it's pre-trip. <laughs> this verse, ooh, this verse, when the, when the Antichrist is revealed uh, as the abomination of desolation, then we're raptured. Well, that could be mid-trip. Oh, these mm-hmm. talk about, well, I, the way it's, it's worded, it's post-trip. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> um, they're all there. Mm-hmm. And since they don't all line up per se, because they, you know, they don't just, oh yeah, they all line up to say the same. If they all lined up to say the same thing, absolutely. Then we'd have a definitive answer. Then we'd right. say, okay, get it. We got it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. post-trip or it's mid-trip or it's pre-trip. I got it. They all say the same thing. They don't. Mm-hmm. That's obvious, right? Right. Okay. What's the reason? In my mind, I think it is, it is really still to keep us walking hand in hand with him. It's about staying intimate with God, that he's not revealing more to us than we need to know. He's alerting us, pay attention. But at the end of the day, your mission remains the same. You walk with me and you lead others to do the same. Right. Uh, because, um, see, it's not absolute. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, and when it's not absolute... Uh, and by the way, the Bible itself says there's a lot of things that, interesting enough, aren't aren't absolute. Uh, Romans 14 and 15, we talked about this about the vaccine, is, um, well, some people get settled, 
that it's okay to eat this meat or not eat this meat or to be a vegetarian right. or be or be only eat fish or to take the vaccine or not take the vaccine. Uh, he said it's not absolute. Scripture doesn't give you absolute. Um, it says what? Get settled in your heart, your answer. Don't let anybody else judge you and you don't judge anybody else. Why don't you just enjoy each other given that it's not absolute? Why? Because I didn't set it up that way purposely. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if the rapture that he given us all these different uh, uh, verses that, wait a minute, they're not all lined up. You could see it this way, this way, or this way. God says, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I purposely did it because um, I do not want you to develop a system. I mm-hmm. don't want you to put your own spin on it. You're going to have to rely on me to give you the answers and the understanding of it step by step by step. Uh, and so what I say is this. Um, I personally hope it's pre-trip. Because <laughs> uh, then I'm not here dealing with anything. Um, but I'm, I'm living as if it may not be. Uh, it's possible it may be mid-trip. It's possible that it could be uh, post-trip. Um, I, I personally, because of the scriptures and the history of the church, I think it's likely because it talks about that we're persecuted, uh, that mm-hmm. the Antichrist comes after Christians, that it seems to me it's more likely. And I, again, I'm not, I'm not saying it can't be, and I'm hoping it is. Right. But it seems to me it's more likely to be mid-trip or post-trip, uh, which mm-hmm. means, and I, I kind of have a sense of this, that we're going to be here at the beginning of the tribulation faced with, are we going to take the mark of the beast or not? And are we going to trust God through that first three and a half years of the tribulation, uh, either be raptured or somehow we're completely protected. Mm -hmm. If it's post trip, we, I know one thing is that because of that example of, uh, Moses and the plagues, uh, they were physically there. Right, but they ne- and they were completely protected. And they were completely protected from every single one of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I trust that and I believe that. Um, I think the challenge is going to be that first three and a half years uh, mm-hmm. is the tendency is to follow the false prophet, to think, well, maybe this is God's answer to a big problem. Hey, there's no Antichrist. It's just a system. Um, I need the system to economically survive. Uh, isn't that a good idea? Uh, and certainly God will uh, you know, mm-hmm. overlook that. And um, I think that a couple things are, well, um, uh, I need to understand that. I need to have a community around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, if we're all raptured, great. Uh, but if we're still here, I need that community around me. I need us to understand what is God saying? How do we, how do mm-hmm. we not take the mark of the beast? What happens to us right. during that time? Are we supposed to prepare even now? Are there things he's going to ask us to do to get ready for this, which I believe he will, um, because he'll say, these are things I need you to understand. And, 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 and we're not saying that you should go do anything. It's, Right. It's go follow you him. Ask God. Go, go ask God. Go follow God. But at the same time, don't you shunt it off because mm-hmm. you decided my church says it's pre-trib. So what difference does it make? Mm-hmm. Um, and we're trying to show you that it's not absolute. And since it's not absolute, 
at least we ought to consider uh, processing mm -hmm. that with God. What would you have us say uh, and understand and learn about what, what this is? Because the rapture is a big deal. It's really mm -hmm. important. It's going to happen. We, we just read the verses. It's going to happen. Uh, yeah. When is it going to happen? Uh, be careful to not mm -hmm. predict exactly when it's going to happen, but rather let's consider together uh, what would you have us understand and learn about that. Um, and uh, we'll process this further now as we get into the implication of this because we're headed now, as you can see, we've come to, you know, for sure we've, uh, we've backtracked a little bit and talked about the rapture possibilities. Mm -hmm. But in our discussion, we've come to mid-trib which is the abomination of desolation. We've talked about that already because we had to set that up in order for you right. to understand the rapture. So right. we're going to go further. Okay, now what? Mm -hmm. uh, after the abomination of desolation, what happens at that moment? Mm -hmm. uh, with uh, And we just read it that there's a trumpet blows and the judgment right. of God comes. Uh-oh, what does that look like? And what does right. that mean? And, and how do we respond to that? So uh, these are, again, absolutes. kind of interesting. They're absolute. The, the, mm -hmm. the judgments are absolute. They're going to happen. And they absolutely happen at mid-trip. So we know that for sure. And by the way, we know at the end of the mid-trip, at the end of the tribulation, Christ returns seven at the right. seventh and year. And we know that for sure. And we know yeah. that for sure. So these are things that, well, we know for sure. Um, and so, you know, my, my thought about this is that I believe that the beginning of the tribulation to those that are following God It'll be absolutely 100% clear this is it. And by the way, when that happens, I know personally, seven years later, Christ is returning. Right. And the only question Which is... Which is a reason to celebrate too, by the way. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, and and uh, so what I say is, uh, well, um, I, seven years, fantastic. I know what's going to happen. And we're going to talk about that. The question's going to be, <laughs> uh, if I'm still here, what do I do during those seven years? <laughs> Uh, that's kind of an important thing to understand. And so we'll, we'll talk more about that. So anyway, we're at the end of time. Right. And, uh, All right. Looking forward to the rest of this discussion. It's uh, really interesting. We will get it. And if you got questions about the rapture uh, and uh, have thoughts about it, you know, send us in. We're happy to entertain them. And uh, uh, we love talking about it. So it's not a problem for us uh, at all because uh, I think it's pretty clear. Scripture is not absolute. Different possibilities. Uh uh, at the same time, it could be any of them. So we're excited mm -hmm. about that. But if you have questions, send them in. Questions at afjministry.com or send it in on the YouTube. And uh, we'll be happy to answer them. And I uh, hope you're having a good time uh, walking with us through this. And uh, we'll continue, yeah. we're going to continue this. And it'll, it'll be quite, it's quite interesting to keep going through it. So we'll, uh, we'll see you. Next week, we continue uh, Monday with our new series on uh, overcoming worry, fear, and anxiety. And uh, we'll... We'll be uh, processing that again on Monday and starting to get into, the, by the way, the resolutions mm -hmm. of that. So that'll be the good news for people who are interested in that. So we'll see you next week. Excellent. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. And yeah. thanks again, Rich. Yeah, see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.